You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we do a podcast for you on a Friday. We get your weekend rolling. Al Dukes, what in the hell is up? That's right, Jerry. We had no uh, post-game portion yesterday because we had very long meetings. They went on and on and on and on and on. And this dog has to pee sometimes. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? I just so let we... her out. She should figure it out by now. She'll come I back. I really should. Yeah, I would think she might come back. <laughs> she doesn't seem Don't to have it. Don't do that. I'm joking. Yeah, she seems to have no conception that uh, cars can run you over. Yeah, dogs So that's don't. the problem. I know. Yeah, just when you think we're dogs are like humans, where we're like, oh, the dogs have emotions like humans, dogs think like humans, dogs this, dogs that, they would walk right in front of a of a moving vehicle. <laughs> I know. It's, you know what we saw yesterday? And it was funny because my son, so my little guy, who's now, what, how old is he? 10. Is he 10 or 11? He's 10. He'll be 11 this year. Um, he's all, I mean, we have two cats. He loves the cats to death. And our cats really are like dogs, or at least one of them is. The other one's more like a cat. But still more affectionate than they get credit for. But he really wants a dog, and he's killing me for a dog. I'm like, dude, we did this two years ago, and I got you a cat because you said you'd be happy with another cat. So yesterday, took him. uh, We were at the park playing basketball, and it was me, him, and a friend of his. And we see a lady, probably my age. She's walking her dog. Mm. The dog only had three legs. Wow. And he was so upset. That the dog was missing its back left leg. I said, and I'm not crying upset, but like you could tell he was like, that's got to hurt. That's terrible. I'm like, dude, look at it this way. At least he's got an owner that cares enough that when something went wrong, it didn't put the dog down. It said, what do we need to do to keep you going? And the dog, I got to tell you, it looked, listen, it had three legs, didn't have four. But the dog looked like it was fine. It was jogging with the the lady. So, but it was an interesting sight because you don't see that often. Yeah, there is a three-legged dog that I see in Gina's town of Spring Lake that gets walked all the time, and I believe he's missing his back leg also. Man. I don't think the dog has any idea he's missing a back leg. Like, he doesn't walk as if he is missing a back leg, although I don't know how that's possible. If they get used to it, you know, yeah. it's like anything. So, it was just an odd sight. I don't, you don't see that yeah. every day. Absolutely. Well, you do, apparently, in Spring Lake. but I, I, I have seen it in Spring Lake. Right. Uh, yesterday, or two days ago when we did this, we talked about uh, how in gym class I had to do wrestling once. Yes. And I asked for people to reach out to me if they also did wrestling in junior high. And, and a number of people direct messaged me to say that they also had to do you wrestling. You direct messages. Yeah, direct messages. And then someone reminded me of another thing we did in gym class, and I wonder if you did this as well. Square dancing. 
No. You didn't do square dancing in gym class? No. Why the hell were we doing that? Where did you go to school? <laughs> the Iowa? Woodbridge, Woodbridge Township school system in New Jersey. Dude, my gym, you know, say what you want. I went to a Catholic school. Yeah. And small classes, like of 25 kids. It wasn't like we had 200 kids in our, you know, third grade. We had classes of 25. There were always two classes. So maybe there were 50 kids per grade where I went to school. But our gym classes, that's the one thing I loved about that school. We played flag football. We played soccer a lot. And um, soccer was the easiest one because they had the nets out on the field all the time. So there would be days. I'll never forget Mr. <laughs> I remember his name, Mr. Moylan. <laughs> I don't know how I remember Mr. that. Mr. Moylan. I think, I, I think he was my gym teacher, kindergarten, first, second, maybe third grade. There was one time I remember we went out and he had nothing planned. And I remember him calling this kid, Jim Byrne, who was a friend of mine, go get the soccer ball. They're like, oh, we're playing soccer. He goes, I, whatever. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> so we played soccer. But that's all. We we didn't do square dancing, and we didn't wrestle. We did, like, we played wiffle climb ball. climb the ropes. We played wiffle ball. Mm-hmm. We did that. We played stickball outside against the Like, we did, like, cool things. Do you know a lot I of basketball. Nev- I never, in any of my years, from uh, kindergarten through senior year, never played soccer in gym class. Really? Never. It's the easiest thing. Just throw out 22 people and run around after the ball. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. We never played soccer. What about football? Did you play tag football? Uh, No. What kind of school were you in? I don't know. I don't know what we were doing. I know we played a lot of volleyball. We played volleyball, yes. Although we were older when we played. Volleyball was more 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Yeah. Yeah, Wow. We were square dancing and wrestling each other, Jerry. Did you play? Real man sports. Did you play wiffle ball? I don't recall playing wiffle ball, no. I played wiffle ball as a kid in my neighborhood, dominating with my curveballs. Did you do relays, running relays? Relays, yes. We did running. Okay. We did that I'm a lot. I'm trying to think, like, what else did we do in, in gym class? That's Apparently, a great question. I the Kick- salami as you're rolling around on the ground. We did kickball. We did dodgeball. We did volleyball. Uh, hmm. That's really all I remember doing. But dodgeball is dodgeball's an interesting one. Yeah. Because, as you know, I started a sports program. Four, it's four years ago now, which is amazing to me. And part, part of what we started was dodgeball. And I, I was the one that nixed it because it gave, it gave me agita. Like right. I was a bunch so of kids con- whipping a ball at each oh. other. Now, the, I'll never forget. So the first time we go out there, Al, I bought the wrong balls for this thing. Bowls. Like, I thought they were, I've got these, I guess they were probably more kickballs. Yeah, and you I got thought, the red kickballs. I thought they were, you know, they'd be good for dodgeball until the they first were. kid took it in the face. Oh, my God. And I, and his cheek was all red. I'm like, oh, my God, what did I do? But that's so, what we used to use. Yes, that's exactly what I thought. But this is not then anymore. So then I had to buy, I looked online and I found spongy balls made specifically spongy for balls. dodgeball. Yes. These don't hurt. And you can really throw them. At people, and there's no effect. And I'm better with that, but then I was concerned one kid fell, hit his head on the floor. I'm like, I can't do this because the kids act like animals. But the energy release they have is amazing. Oh, and you can whip a ball at somebody? Nothing better, Jerry. But I know those balls you're talking about because I played in an adult dodgeball league. See, I'm st- really? Yeah, in that the YMCA. How old were you when you did this? I was living in Basking Ridge, so... You were in your 40s, early I probably, 40s. I was in my 40s, early 40s. And there were enough people that wanted to play this. In the middle of the day, Jerry, I would go, you know, because of these hours, I would go at like 1 o'clock and be filled. Dodge, adult dodgeball would adult be dodgeball filled at 1 with, o'clock in the afternoon? With those spongy balls you're talking about, I remember the first day 
I came out firing on all cylinders. The next day, my arm from whipping sure. a ball that weighs nothing. Yeah. Was, you really hurt yourself. I really hurt myself. So do you think – I'm asking you a serious question. Yes. Because as you know, we've been negotiating to take a permanent space, which is something we've never done. We've just rented a gym, and we only had to pay as we went. We're negotiating right now with a place for a three-year lease, and it's a legit commitment financially. And we have a cut when we look at what we've put together. We do have a couple of nights that are open. Do you legitimately think I could run an adult dodgeball league? Like people I do. would sign up for that? Absolutely. I could get twenty people to sign yes. up. Really? Yes, you could. Huh? Dodgeball, adult dodgeball. This could be a game changer, Al. I think you do it, Jerry. I think you look into it. I think you put feelers out. You want to invest some uh, cash in this? I don't know what I want to invest in dodge, <laughs> adult dodgeball. How about you just you invest your Bitcoin profits? No, my Bitcoin profits are rolling, Jerry. Rolling, rolling. Uh, here's another thing. Uh, Eddie Scazzeri had, unfortunately, a death in the family. I know. So he's uh, received some gifts. You know, people send flowers or baskets and this yeah. sort of thing. I think he got mine without a tag. So, yes. Yeah, so he told me, he said... Um, I, he now I sent one that it had a tag. Yes. So he knew it wasn't for me, but he said I I don't know, and it, he feels funny to ask because if let's say he went up to uh, Boomer and said, "Did you send this?" and Boomer said no, and then Boomer <laughs> thinks, "Wow, I didn't send any gift." Yeah. Did you send via yes. Amazon? Yes. Yeah. He got uh, okay. Well, there's your answer. Eddie. It's comes from, from the recos. So what's funny about that is, so I ordered it, and usually there's the add a card page. Right. Well, I, when I did it, I was doing two things at once. And I wanted to get it out because I wanted to make sure he got it prior to the weekend. And so I'm filling it out and I'm doing it. And I did everything. I changed the ad, you know, because automatically it comes to your address for the shipping. Right. I said, oh, I got to change that. And because I've sent him stuff from Amazon prior, I had his address in in that uh, that section. So I go, I find the Scazzeri's address, and I click that, and, you know, I have a, a card that's already stored, so I don't have to worry about putting that information in. And it said, you know, click here to buy now. And I thought it would, that was going to take me to the next page <laughs> to, to fill out the card. And so I clicked buy now, thinking that I was going to go to the checkout part. But because I had my card stored, when I clicked buy now, it said, thank you for your order. Here's your confirmation number. I said, wait, What? I always feel like when you order online, it's a crapshoot if they're going to include the card. Yeah. Well, I mean, in this case, I didn't include the card, so it's not on them. Yeah. All right. Well, there's the answer. Yeah. That's funny you bring that up because I, yeah. I realized that, and I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I, it doesn't matter. He got something. It doesn't matter where it's from. But that's I said funny. That, yeah, I go, I know Jerry does order baskets and things from Amazon. I know he has in the past, so it might be Jerry. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also sent my sister-in-law... I forget why. Oh, she had a medical procedure done about about a month ago, and we sent her flowers, and they were gorgeous. And uh, they also arrived without a card. Yeah, see? Now, in that case, I did fill one out. And she right. didn't get it. She did not and get it. And she did not get the card. No. Nope, 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 nope. So, <laughs> and it, what, she, what she did get in it was a little like a, remember when you would open up a Chinese restaurant, like those fortune cookies, and you get yes. that little paper strip in it a with the note. saying? Yeah, there was something like that in the thing that just had my name on it. So she sent, you know, she sent her, my my wife or sister a text that just said, you know, tell Jerry thank you for the flowers. And my my wife was like, what about me? 
Thank Jerry for his fortune cookie fortune <laughs> and the flowers. But I filled out that one. I did fill out a card online, and it just there was nothing in it. Hmm. So, but you're right. It's a crapshoot. It is a crapshoot. I was reading an article in the New York Times, the failing New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. Are you familiar with OnlyFans? Yes. It's because like, of you. Uh, yeah, it's a, a, a website, OnlyFans, where, where people can... Uh, Get nude. Create content for that somebody has to pay and be a member of. Right, but, but you told me it's mostly yeah. people getting nude. Correct. The overwhelming majority of people on there are people getting nude. Like I said, why don't we do that? And you said, well, the expectation is we're going to take right. our clothes off. Right. So this New York Times article was interesting. It was about... Uh, only fans and regular women who are joining it who have lost their jobs during the pandemic. Yeah. Now, they had a couple of women or one or two women on there who are making a lot of money doing it. Okay. And then the overwhelming majority of people make really barely any money. And the reason for that is what I would guess is how do people know who you are and that you even have the content available? Sure. Like, if you're going to pay for nude content, don't you have to know the person first? Like, there's million, so. there's like a million people on there. Yeah, I would think so. I would think you'd have to have some sort of a platform where to I get would the think word you, out. Where you've got at least five to 10,000 people that follow your stuff. I would think. So would I. So I understand the people not making any money on it because. Sure. How would you, how are you getting the word out that you're even on there? Yeah, I don't understand. Like there was a woman on there who was just like a regular woman, like she just had a regular job, and then she lost her job, so she went on OnlyFans, and now she's making like ten grand a month. I don't understand. There was no clear indication as to how did, she gained that popularity. Right. Did you search her profile? I did not. Do you have the name? I do not. <laughs> Because I was going to say, and this might be a chauvinistic thing to say, mm -hmm. but you're, if you're asking me how I think that happens, my guess would be if she's incredibly attractive, all it takes is to get a, a handful of people to find you. And if you're that attractive, I mean, that thing spreads like wildfire, don't you think? I don't know. I feel like there's so much free content on the, on the internet that if you didn't know, like let's say someone was like uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have gotten rid of their cheerleaders and one of the Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleaders was going to do an OnlyFans. Well, she's got a built-in audience True. of, oh, I'm a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. Let's see what's going on with these cheerleaders. I But I also think there could be something that's mildly attractive to someone mm -hmm. to follow someone that looks like that that's not a celebrity or not, doesn't have that type of follow. I don't know. And I wonder I if if nude men get a following. Probably. Would you follow? A nude man? Yeah. I would not. If No, if you were a, not now, not as your <laughs> If you were a female, mm -hmm. would you not find that? See, I don't, see, it's funny because some women are like, ew, no, and then others are like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think women, I bet you for the nude males on OnlyFans, the audience are gay males. Maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know that women, I don't think women tend to be visual, like they're not- uh, I think some are. Turned on visually like a man is. Some are. Some are, correct. <laughs> some are. Yes. <laughs> some are. There's no I mean, doubt. just look I mean, at how many beautiful women have unattractive- well, Boyfriends and husbands. But forget that. How about, and we've done this before, 
when I know back in the day, they're not in great standing right now, but back in the day, we would do those Pornhub studies that you would find. Right. And they would release their statistics on how many women use their site. As a, and we're, and we're always stunned. We, you're always stunned by the number. Women are into what men are, too. They just hide it better. Right. Women don't brag about it. Yes. Uh, well, uh, yes, that's a good and, way to put it. Uh, and by the way, the, the Pornhub's back in good graces. They got rid of all of the content. Oh, is this that, true? Yeah, a Has lot it taken of a content. hit, would you say? I don't know. I just, I know, I, I saw articles after the original, it was a New York Times article as well, about Pornhub having all this content on there that people weren't aware they were being filmed and they didn't know they were that their videos were up there. They pulled down all of the content that they couldn't, that they couldn't trace back to the original content provider providing. Serious question for you. Yeah. You have a really good social media following. Yes, sir. If I told you, and it's not a not a one-month thing, if I told you that if you started posting videos and photos, not nude, nothing like that, but everything topless. Seductive photos. I'm not even saying, well, yeah, and I'm like with the spandex, you know, boxer brief types yeah. of shorts. So where not you're showing, showing Well, you're, you're showing some lift. <laughs> That's a good word. There's okay. Some, there's some there's some bulge in that area, as most men should mm-hmm. have. Oh. And that's it. That's all you were wearing. And I told okay. you that you would probably get – I'm not going to go nuts. I'm going to say $100,000 a month or anything like that. But let's say you were going to make twelve five a month. Would you do it? I would do that, yeah. You would. So you if would I didn't go, have to show my ween. No, I'm saying you're in skivvies, basically. Right, I'm in skivvies and I'm – yeah. I'm teasing in my photos. And you would go take photos on the beach. Yeah. Everything shirtless. 12500 a month? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. So why don't you try it? <laughs> now, they say you need that, like, uh, there's only like a, I only have, I think I have 70,000 Twitter followers, right. right? Yeah. So I would really need to convert. How, all right, so how much we charge them per month? $5? $5. All right, so $5. Oh, it's a, hold on. That's a lot of people then, right? So five. I got to define. I have to do, let's see. So that'd be 12,000. Let's see. 500 so, divided by five. Is that how many people I would need, Jerry? Right, so 12,500 divided by five. No way. How many people I need? Like 2,000. 2,000. And if I charged $10, Jerry? Yeah, because 2,000 times five is 10,000. Yeah. You only need 2,500 people out of 70-something thousand. You're going to tell me. All right, how about this? Like I I charge $7. How about $7.50? Yeah, $7.50. You only need 1,600 people. I'm telling you right now, if you started taking shirtless photos in your boxer briefs, you would get 1,600 people that would sign up for that (laughs) at $7.50 a month. Well, especially now because they'd be – but they're saying in this article that that, – the problem with doing this for people is people then screen grab the content and put it. Well, yeah, that's part of making twelve thousand five hundred dollars a month. And your photo is going to circulate, but you, you're going to. How about this? Photos of you holding your balls. I like your baseballs because yeah. you're a sports guy. Like you've got. How about this? Al Duke's no shirt on. Mm-hmm. Tight stomach or whatever your stomach is these days. Not tight. In your tight boxer briefs, holding. Your ball in one hand and a glove mm-hmm. in the other. Okay. And then another one where you've got your bat over your shoulder. Oh, that's a good look. I'm telling you, 1,600 people, easy. I could probably get it. Easy. 
more so, mostly people will be mocking me, but I might be able to get that, Jerry. And there's nothing. There's nothing. You know. There's no. nothing X-rated about that. No, there's not. I'm no proud of my body. Walking around the beach in the summer. Yep. And here I, I am, cashing what, 12, 12 five a month. No one likes attention more than you. I don't know what you're doing. I could pay off my house early. Yeah. Interesting. So you tell me when you're going to start this. I'm going to ponder that this weekend while I'm watching NFL playoffs. I need an answer Monday if that's okay. Monday, you got it, Jerry, on the warm-up show. Yes, and then we'll make the – here's my one thing, though. I would ask that you Mm -hmm. allow me to make the announcement. Oh, okay. On my Twitter page so I can get a couple Wow. Good call. (laughs) Good call, Jerry. And then you retweet it. (laughs) Maybe I'll do a poll, see how many people would sign up for an Al's OnlyFans or Fans Only or whatever the hell it's called. I'll sing songs uh, shirtless. (laughs) (laughs) Had to get to manscaping. There you go. You're good to go. All right. Hey, you have a wonderful weekend. You have a wonderful weekend. All right, man. We'll see you on a Monday after divisional... Divisional, how do they say it? The divisional, divisional round of the NFL playoffs. The divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Warm up show is next. It was a good one today. We were all fired up. No, you were fired up. I was Rob fired up the Solid. day before. You were fired up the day before with the Nets, right? We 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 swapped. Yeah. All right. See you Monday. Cool. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, campers. Al and Jerry, don't worry. It's only an hour long, and most days, it doesn't suck. Move over, Al Dukes. There's another handsome, bald man in town, and you can spell Salah without Al. What is up? 503 Football Friday on the fan. Me and Eddie Scazzeri here. Al there. Good morning, Mr. Jackson Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. I was so excited to wake up at 3.30 this morning. I walk the dog. Then I take to my news feeds, my social medias, and to see that the Jets have officially hired Rob Salah or Rob Salah. I I listened many times this morning to him saying his own name, Salah. Salah. Rob Salah. Salah. Holla, we got Salah. There you go. I was so happy to read this uh, because last night when I went to sleep, Jerry, I do a show sheet. I like to send it off to television in case they want to build some graphics around potential topics that we may do. And uh, the one of the things on my show sheet was uh, the Jets had completed a second interview with Arthur Smith. Yes, we had that yesterday around yeah. 11 a.m. And I desperately was looking for photos of Arthur Smith where he looked intimidating and didn't look like a schlub. Looks and like I, a nice guy. And I could not find one. Right. I don't want a nice guy for my head coach. I want a, I want a guy. For your head coach? I'm a Jet fan. Again with this. Let's, you know, I love the Jets. I wear a Jets hat. <laughs> and you love the Bucks, And you love the Cowboys. Right. The Giants are making a run to the playoffs. You love the Giants. Mm-hmm. And you adopted the Washington football team this year. Yeah. So, yes, and I, continue fraud to your mad. And also, earlier this season, I bought a Cardinals, an Arizona Cardinals uh, hat for the winter. You know what's funny? I'm okay with that because you, I know you love the state of Arizona. 
And I love their logo. I yeah. don't know why I love the Cardinal logo. I just do. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if you rolled in here with a Diamondback hat on one day. It's right. you love Arizona. That one's fine. The rest of them, you can stick with the sun don't shine. Well, you'll see me mostly, Jerry, from here on out in Jets gear. Unless the Cowboys are doing well, then you'll break no. back out the Cowboy shirt. No. I've got faith in this guy's going to walk into a locker room where we had have had back-to-back dullards as head coaches. <laughs> Adam Gase with the crazy eyes in the press conference. And yeah. I saw KFC from Barstool, Kevin, tweeting out all the pictures. And he said, we really never got, and he's right, we never got to the bottom of that press conference and why his eyes were of bugging the out. Gase eyes? We never got to the bottom of it. We never saw those eyes again. We never got to well, the bottom of what happened that day. Where do you think the bottom day. is? I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like jacked up on caffeine and he couldn't control his eyes? Maybe. Possible. Maybe he had a lot of coffee that morning. Well, why don't you get him on and, and ask the question? Oh, he's not. We're done with him, Jerry. We've moved on. Oh, you're never done. You can always go We've back. moved on. Nah. So we had him. We had Todd Bowles, who for all, for all, uh, what do you say? How's that saying? purposes. Yeah. Is a great defensive uh, coach. Was not a head coach Did material. I see he's going to interview with the Eagles? I think you did see that. But now, but but that story that yesterday that I read and put on the show sheet last night that the Jets had a second interview with Arthur Smith, I was and I looked, I Google imaged him, Jerry. The guy looked like he had Looks no like nice business. Guy. We don't want a nice guy. No what you I don't want. got one. You've got your guy. Yes. An intimidating Don't zip it already. An intimidating bald. Let's stop ripping Arthur Smith. Man. He's not coming here. Good point, Jerry. That's true. You know what? Let's focus on the positive and what is happening. And I know Larry David of Curb Your Enthusiasm and Seinfeld fame. He's a big Jets fan. Yes, I know that. And he also loves bald men. He's got now a bald man in uh, the in uh, the GM, and he now has an intimidating bald man in the head coach. There you go. So the Jets should go 16-0 next year. I'm not going to say 16-0, and 0, but I was thinking of this because we also had yesterday that Urban Meyer gets to be the head coach of the Jaguars. Correct. Um, let me first do that one for you, Jerry, because I'm going to do a poll with this later on. If I say to you, you're a betting man and you hop on your apps and legalize sports betting and all that fun stuff, and I were to say to you, Jacksonville Jaguars for the 2021 season over under seven and a half wins. Oh, under. Oh, God, under. Seven the, and a half? Yeah. Under. If they got to five, I think that would be a good first So you would take the under, no problem, it sounds like. If I were to say to you, Jerry. Here's the problem is i got to see what they do in free agency. They're not a good team. Like, they're bad. No free agency, Jerry. All they get is Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. Way under. Way under. The New York Jets with Rob Sala as your head coach. Who's Who's the quarterback? Sam Darnold. You got Sam Darnold. I'm giving you the over-under. Let me do it this way then, Jerry. Right, how about Six this? and a half games. So I need to know. All right, so you're telling me they're going to keep Darnold, which means at two they can go skill position or trade yeah. down. They but you got to go make with... the bet right now. Yeah, no, no, I got it. So I'm going to, if you're telling me Trevor Lawrence is pretty much the only improvement in Jacksonville and the roster remains the and same. And the head coach. Yeah, well, whatever. And he better mean I'm something because you're paying that. him a the players, st- the players still have to play. Um, and you're telling me the Jets have Darnold, but they have the all those draft picks. Mm-hmm. And so I will take the Jets and the overs. I think the Jets are at least a 500 team. 
Really? So at seven and a half, you would take the Jets? Because I think the Jet defense Jets played over. well this year. I think they were lacking skill position players, and I, w- I think they were lacking a head coach. I would take the Jets with a significant, not a playoff team, significant improvement next year with those parameters you just gave me. And I think the Jaguars are improved for sure. But if the only thing they do is get Trevor Lawrence, remember yep. Peyton Manning in his rookie year? Terrible. Horrible. It's going Troy to take Aikman, time. Terrible. With what they've got there, right. I will I will take the Jaguars in the under, the Jets in the over. Hmm. All right, I'm going to do those polls later on when the show starts, when people are actually do you awake agree and or listening. Disagree. Like what? You, um, by the way, you sound like you are jacked up on cocaine this morning. Like, I'm so excited because it, this is the uh, we've gotten so much disappointment, and no one. I don't recall anyone being excited for Adam Gase. Maybe there were some. I don't recall anyone being excited for Todd Bowles. I recall as be I recall as being very excited for Rex Ryan. Oh, absolutely. We're not going to kiss Belichick's rings in right. personality. Now, hold on one second, though, with this excitement, because I'm with you. I think this is a good hire. He better not be a dud at the press conference. Oh, he better not, Jerry. That's he better not. Sayings. The, and the very first one, the like, introduction, I want to see a guy who looks like he's a drill sergeant, because that's what he kind of reminds me of. And don't come in with a suit that doesn't fit like Ben McAdoo. No. No, you got to, because I'm looking at him here at the Niners press conference when he first was hired as defensive coordinator. He's in a tight fitting, long sleeve t shirt. Because his arms are so big. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I want him to show up in Sergeant Slaughter's outfit <laughs> from WWE. That would be awesome. Right? He comes in with the, the glasses, with the, the mirrored glasses that are oh, shining. That's funny. The Sergeant Slaughter hat, the that camo. Would be good. And he's like, be let's good. go. I, I I like the look of this guy, man. I just hope he can coach. I hope he's just not one of these guys that's a coordinator. Because right. I want the Jets to I'm no, you know, I want the Jets to be good. It's fun around here when the Jets are good. Yes. So I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Like this guy versus Bill Belichick. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and if they lose, then they get to fight at midfield. Yo, instead of a <laughs> handshake, he punches Belichick right in the face. Oh, poor Bill. What is Bill? Sixty something now? Yes. Uh, yeah. And Salah is how old? Or Salah, I'm sorry. Uh, he's a 41, I believe. Salah. You know what's crazy? 41, Jerry. I bet you the majority of coaches now in the league are younger than you. Oh, yeah. And me. I mean, I'm kind of on that border. I feel like 46 or some right in that range. But I feel like the majority of coaches are under 50 now. I yeah. could be wrong about that. I'm just It's just a thought. No, you're right. I think you're right. I don't know if I'm right or not. But. And I also read that he's going to bring over from the 49ers, uh, 49ers passing game coordinator, Mike LaFleur. Yes, as I his saw that. And that's Matt LaFleur's brother? Brother. He's going to be the offensive coordinator for like the Jets. 34 years old? Probably. I think he is. What's his first name again? Mike? Mike LaFleur. I think Mike LaFleur is 30. Oh, Mike LaFleur is 34. Mike LaFleur. Mike LaFleur. I'm he's French. right now. Oh, is he really? Yeah. You're sure about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think you're sure about this. He's, He's 34 French. years old. He was born in, uh, yeah, he was born in Pleasant, uh, Michigan. So he's Pleasant, Michigan. He's Michiganian. All right, I fig, I, I, I couldn't remember whether he was French or Michigan. No, you had no idea, so you just went with French because of yeah. Le Fleur. Le Fleur. Yes. Pepe Le Fleur so will be 30, coming over. How about if you're the now? You're always concerned about being a parent. How about if you're the La Fleur parents? How proud you are! One's oh the head gosh. coach of the Packers and Aaron yep. Rodgers, and the other one is now going to be an offensive coordinator with the Jets. Yeah, that's Pretty impressive. Cool. Yeah, Pretty they impressive. did a good job. Now, if you could guarantee me that I had a child and he or she became offensive coordinator or head coach, that. then I'd have a baby. That's up to you. First of all, you've never even had a test to know if you can have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you sat here and you've waffled on that. Oh, how my many sperm times. worked, Jerry. How do you know? You're 51. It might. 
It might be super. It also might be a dud fest. And right. You don't know. So they you're might not have crook- sure. They might have crooked tails. <laughs> they might. <laughs> they you don't know how to know. swim. Yes. You never. It could be a force field to right. try and get through with yours. Right. So let's relax. That said, unfortunately, but I always like we'll to think that I had out. powerful sperm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did always like to think that. Well, I heard myself I laughing. I'm like, who's that laughing? That could even defeat the pill. <gasps> yeah. That would be something. Yeah, when I was younger, I was nervous that my my boys were so strong that they could defeat the pill. That's because you were so active <laughs> that you were wondering if there were going to be little owls Women's bodies weed out inferior sperm. Yep. <laughs> they know which sperm they don't want. All right. Yeah. Hi. My name is Al Dukes. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Do you guys need more sperm? Nope, it's still here. No one's interested. <laughs> you never froze yours, did you? Uh, no, never okay. did that. Okay. Never pulled one of those moves. I would have my fr- sperm frozen. Oh, nope. you did. So <laughs> I you did, did not. you didn't. I did not. Okay, you just said you, you were thinking about it. No, no, I did not. Hmm. Well, I'm so excited, Jerry. Imagine you're a Jets fan. Like, you went to bed. I don't, this broke pretty late last midnight. night. I think between 11 and 12. Wow. I think. I saw so, Craig tweeted it, I think, at 11.30. Yeah, so here's the thing. We're the first people right now letting the Jet fan know. What about Steve Summers? Um, well, I consider that still last night. Oh, this that's is still, now this morning. I got you. That's still Thursday to you. 449, 4.59 in the morning is still the previous night. So 5 a.m. You ever wonder that as a kid? Like if there was some magical event that happened overnight that changed the days? Right. You wake up as a different day? Yeah. Like you always wonder as a kid, because as a kid you're not staying up. (laughs) As a kid you're not staying up all night. You're really not. You go to bed, you wake up, it's the next day. I always wondered when I was a a kid, like what happens in the middle of the night to make Tuesday, Wednesday? And as you get older, you find out nothing. Nothing happens. Right. All you did, though, if you're a Jets fan, is you woke up and now you have a new head coach, and it really was the only answer. Of of legitimate people that were out there and available, this was the only one that Jets fans were accepting. Um, Could you think of another? That they would be excited about? Yeah. Uh, Well, we talked about Jim Harbaugh, which we learned wasn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. That one would have had the Jet fan, I think, very excited. But he got eliminated when he uh, re-upped with uh, Michigan. I think you are... Probably, I um, I think Eric Bieniemy people would have been excited about. Agree. That's although he doesn't probably it though. Although he doesn't seem to have the, the personality, oomph. the oomph. Although to be honest, I don't know I, about that, I haven't seen the guy anywhere other than I know he's dominating with the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't know. He might have been. He might have had a great personality for here. I'm not sure. I would say those were the three names that a Jet fan would have gotten, and they would have been excited. So you got one of the three, and might have been your first choice. How about that? Yeah. And I, I still don't understand what's going on with Eric Bieniemy. Why does well, his name come up every year, and then he are, he doesn't get hired? Well, there are team. Well, there's a couple of things. Number one, the fact this is a rule that I don't like. I don't like that you can interview teams can be interviewing guys while teams are in the playoffs. And right. there are certain teams. I, I don't know. I think you know the Chiefs are in this run. They haven't even started yet, but. They're in the AFC divisional round this week. People expect them to win and go to the championship game. You've got the Super Bowl. I do think there's a certain aspect of if you – so here you are. You're the Jets, right? Right. You want to hire Eric Bieniemy. I mean, I suppose you can. You can hire him or have an agreement but then allow him to finish out 
the playoff run with the Chiefs, which if you're a sane person, you're going to expect them to be playing into the early part of February with the Super Bowl, which means you lose out on almost a full month of getting the guy into your building and getting you know, started on the work that really it entails. So you're kind of behind the eight ball. At the same time, if you have an agreement and it's not a – I don't know how it would work, but if you have an agreement and it's not a signed agreement, what if he changes his mind right. and you lose all these other candidates and then you're stuck with who? Because so I've, I, I think I've seen, I think I think I think he's at a disadvantage because of the team he coaches on. That's what I think. He's he right. His team is so good. He's at a disadvantage because I've seen people on Twitter go, "Oh, NFL is racist. Eric Bieniemy's not being hired. Other African American coaching candidates are being interviewed and hired." Yeah, I over the I, time that he that I mean, I don't think the Bieniemy thing has anything to do with that. I yeah. I really think he's a victim of his own success and his team's success and timing. Which is why I wish they would change the rule. Like, no coaching interviews until the season ends. The Correct. Monday after the season. You want to fire your coach, fire your coach. But you are not allowed to have interviews until the Monday after the Super Bowl. Give everybody a fair shake. I love it. Yes. Love it, Jerry. And I love this segment because you were fired up. And I expect the same energy when we come back on the... I was fired up yesterday with the Nets. You're fired up today with the Jets, and we're just fired up as a group because it's Friday. We're going to take a oh, quick break. Be right and we back. got cool games later on, Jerry. So Don't forget. Cool to including cool games. Love that. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Highway Patrol. Al and Jerry, the Wonder Twins of WFAN. Oh, the Wonder Twins. That's what they used to call me back in 1988, along with my brother. 524 on the fan. Football Friday. Not sure when we're going to do cool games, but at some point this hour, we will do cool games, and that song will be in your head for the next 36 hours. Good luck with that. What else you got, Al? Jerry, Wonder Twin Powers, activate. Form a bald coach. Did you ever watch... What was it called? Masters? Was it Masters of the Universe with Grayskull? Yeah, I was a, uh, I was a little uh, old for that, but uh, oh, so are. I didn't really get into it. You were a little old for that. Yeah, for He Man, and uh, yeah, it, I was a little. I'm 46. Ke- I like Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, Great I don't think cartoon. I. Yeah, I don't think I had that either. That well, was no, not no, no, in no, my. No, no. Uh, That's relatively newer compared oh. to cartoons of the 80s. This is more right. last 10 years, I would say. Jerry, I got a problem with a couple people on Twitter here. Number one, Paul from Bill's Mafia. Uh, this year, he this is what he writes to me. Uh, this year, Salah's defense gave up 43 points to the Dolphins, 41 points to the Cowboys, and 25 points to the worst team ever, the Eagles. Good luck. They were banged up all year. Knock it off. Jerry, if I could go up to Orchard Park <laughs> and get this guy in a headlock and throw this? him off of a van into a flaming table, I would. You probably could. I would. Oh, and, I'll and I know, there. I know Bill's mafia is giddy right now, and they should be. Yeah, but let's win something first before you yeah, start win ripping something. on someone else's yeah. hire. Because Jerry and I will come up there. You heard we're the Wonder Twins. You may have also heard we're tag team champions. We will go to the top of a van and suplex you into a flaming table, and then make you run through fire. And then make you run through fire. Exactly, Jerry. <laughs> uh, Mo on Twitter, he DM'd hey, me Mo. this. 
And I checked. Ooh, you're getting Ga- DMs from guys, huh? He slid into my DMs, Jerry, and what he did is he sent me Gary Myers' tweet that said this interesting story about Robert Sala. Sala. His, Sala. 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 His yeah. older brother <laughs> survived being in the second tower on 9-11, wow. was missing for eight to nine hours. That led Sala to switch from the corporate world to following his passion, coaching. That's awesome. And now you come to New York, New Jersey, Jerry? That is really That's what something. I'm talking about. I didn't know that story. That's awesome. Me neither. So it's thanks Im- to Mo and for Gary Myers. Isn't it amazing what events in your life will lead you to actually doing yes. the things you want to do mm-hmm. as opposed to just running the rat race and doing right. it because you're supposed to? Right. We don't like the rat race here, Jerry. Um, I'm glad his bro- I hope his brother's still doing well. I'm glad that's that's actually cool to hear. That is a very cool story. Uh, what's also a cool story is Jerry. I don't know if you've. I thought you. I thought you had a problem with two people on Twitter. It doesn't seem like you have a problem. With I had Mo. a problem with the Bills Mafia. You're right. You're okay. right. I only had a problem with one guy on Twitter. Okay. And I'm telling you, Jerry, if we could, you know, in tag team, how you get a guy in a corner and both. Yeah. Both guys work on the same one guy while yes. his uh, while his partner's trying to argue with the ref, like what's going on here. That's what I would do to the Bills Mafia guy. <laughs> and well, I told you, if you start grappling as an adult now, we could maybe work on that. Jerry, it's time for you to uh, grab your NFL schedule because we've got games. Time for cool games. You know that it's time. For some cool games. Divisional round of cool games. Al and Jerry, they've got your cool games. Jerry, I looked at the schedule. Last week we had options for six games. We got four games. Does that mean, let me ask you this. We had six games last week for Super Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. We have four games this week for divisional weekend. Two next week. Two next week. And then one. Two so weeks next after week that. you're saying is championship weekend already. Correct. Wow. Almost done. They, they they have gotten through, and this is where you know G can rip me all he wants, but it is amazing to me that we have gotten to and I say that for everything that we were discussing and thinking about before this season yeah. with coronavirus. That we have actually gotten to the point where we're at divisional weekend. Yes, there have been bumps in the road, and yes, Kevin Stefanski couldn't coach his team last week. But by and large, teams have done well. Teams have done well. Yes, they have. Now, Jerry, a lot of people would say divisional weekend. Aren't they all cool games? Uh, I would say no. We're going to find out. Uh, first up, uh, Saturday games. We do not get a one o'clock game this week, Jerry. We the Saturday game starts at four thirty-five. That's right. Rams at Packers. Correct. Is this a cool game, Jerry? I can't believe I'm going to say this. No. Yep. Same here. Same here. I don't know why. Now, I will watch it. I can tell you it will be on all day. I'm not going to not watch it. Correct. But I'm not fired up for Rams-Packers, and I should, because that Ram defense was awesome last week. They're going into Lambeau. You've got Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why. I don't know if it's Jared Goff. I, I... Yep, I'm I with you. I don't know. No. Yeah, I am with you. It's not a cool game. It's not to me, no. And you're right. You're going to get Jared Goff, that John Wolford, the fellow who worked in finance about three weeks ago. Yes, he's he been ruled out, which means... Blake Bortles <laughs> is the backup. Yeah, so if Jared Goff injures his thumb... Which is highly possible. Highly possible. If he, re, you know, his thumb right. is injured, if he aggravates 100%. It. Right. 
you're going to get Blake Bortles against the Packers in the divisional week, divisional it, round. Game. It's possible. Uh, later on that night, Jerry, at 8.15, primetime on a Saturday night. Normally, um, you know, I like to party on a Saturday night. I'll probably not do that this week. You actually stay until 9 on a Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, 9 o'clock a lot of times. Ravens at Bills. Jerry, is this a cool game? I'm into this game, yes. I am, in, I am into this game. I am. It's I agree. Because of cool Lamar game. Jackson, mm-hmm. the Bills have been really an interesting story this year. They're fun to watch. I, I, I like watching I like watching Josh Allen. He slings the ball all over the place. Uh, yes, I will go cool game, Ravens-Bills. Yes. All right, cool game, 8-15. Then Sunday, again, don't look for a game at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You're not going to find it. The first game kicks off at 3.05, where you get the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. Jerry On Recco. CBS. On CBS. And Tony Romo will be at the game, not in his living room. Right, that's always a good thing. Browns Chief, Jerry, is this a cool game? Is Patrick Mahomes playing? He is. Cool game. Cool game. That's it. Nothing, nothing more needs to be said. Cool nothing game. more needs to be said. Cool game to kick you off then. Sunday night. Oh, Luckily, yeah. this one is not an 8-15 start. It's a 6-40 start. You get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Old fella versus old fella Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints down at the Superdome. Jerry Recco, is this a cool game? No. Super cool game. Whoa, super cool game. The only thing that bothers me about this game, and this is really reaching for something, yeah. is the fact that there's no more than 1,000 people in the Superdome. Yep. Because that's the one place that I don't know why is weird watching it on television. Yeah. You know, at least in Tampa, they probably would have 20,000 people. But right. it's in New Orleans. So watching it's going to be a little odd. It's quiet. Even their ambient crowd noise they run isn't great. But at the end of the day, when we're talking football, cool game. Super cool game. Wow. So we've got, uh, out of four games, uh, one super cool game, two cool games, and one not cool game. Yes, I would agree with that. Is that right, Jerry? Yes. Swing it, Al. Those were... What were they, Al? The cool games. Divisional weekend. We've got three cool games. Two cool games and a super cool game. Al and Jerry bring you cool games. Said cool games. We've got three out of four <laughs> of those cool games. Jerry, I have a quick question for you. <laughs> yes. Three out of four is a great percentage. What is going on? I see the Eagles have requested an interview with Kellen Moore of the Cowboys. Didn't they just resign this dude? Yeah, but he has an offensive coordinator. And so they he's are not allowed-, allowed to. De- I don't believe they're allowed to deny the request. Wow, I could not figure that out. Yeah, I, well, I mean, listen, they're talking to Todd Bowles. Clearly, Sala is going to the Jets Gone. now. Um, I don't know where they're. You know, it's interesting to me, and I got to go find it. So Troy Aikman was on Michael Irvin's podcast. Nice, and the he says he talked to Doug Peterson, and I'm not saying Peterson said this directly to him, but what he was gathering was Peterson was fired, and this is opposite of what I actually thought. Because Peterson believes Jalen Hurts is the future and not Carson Wentz, and the front office wants Carson Wentz because of what they're paying him. I thought yes. I thought Peterson was really backing Wentz the whole time and really went to Hurts and Green Bay because he kind of had to. So I don't know if you read that, Cherry, or if you heard that yourself because uh, I read that on Pro Football Talk. Now, I took to Troy Aikman's Twitter account where he – tweeted out the pro football talk story the headline that yeah. says that says Troy Aikman says Doug Peterson wanted Jalen Hurts Jeffrey Lurie wanted Carson Wentz 
Troy Aikman quoted that tweet and wrote, not even close to what was said. Well, this is the quote, though. Right. I, now, what, he, now, he didn't go on to explain himself in this tweet, but well, Troy Aikman saying he it. didn't say that. Well, I will go listen to it because he yeah. did the podcast with Michael Irvin, and the quote was, I reached out to Doug Peterson yesterday when I heard the news. I'm surprised what uh, I'm surprised. What I gathered, it came down to a difference of opinion as to how they were moving forward at the quarterback position. And then the other quote here is, I sense Jeffrey Lurie has paid a lot of money to Carson Wentz, and they're on the hook with him and can't get out of the contract right away. Aikman continuing, and yet it's my belief Doug Peterson felt Jalen Hurts was the quarterback <laughs> going forward. So, I, now listen, you can always spin quotes. I am not going to say you can't. But reading quotes from yeah. him and then you telling me what he tweeted, I'm confused. I'm confused as well because that seems pretty clear. Yeah. I mean, clear. I will say the headlines are misleading because the headlines are Troy Aikman, dash, Carson Wentz dispute got Doug Peterson fired. All right, it might have. But that to me, I don't know. I, I'll go listen to it. I was going through Sean Marks for the last hour. Oh, yeah. Which I'm not finished with. I will finish that, and then I'll get right to this. So uh, I will do my work and figure it out, and we will have all the sound for you coming up, if not by 6.30, by 7.30. And then Fair we'll enough. Go from there. Uh, quick break. We step aside, as they say in the business. When we come back on the other side, I have no idea what Al's got up his sleeve, but I gather it's something pretty good. The Jets oh, have a new head yeah. coach today, oh, yes. and Al is fired up, and Eddie's fired up because it's Friday. And Boomer and Geo will be here in 25 minutes. Don't go away. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry, number one with people up early and working out. If you're not listening, you're probably lazy. Ah, back to the future, the theme. Love this one. It is 541. It's a Friday morning. I said Eddie's probably fired up because it's Friday, but Eddie doesn't believe in days or years or birthdays or anything. So it's just he is here because he has to be here, and it is what it is. So Plus, now he's, fired up. now he's got real competition against his Dolphins with another team, the New York Jets, now that they've got a brand-new head coach. And I'm glad you brought that up. Not only that, have you seen the rumblings, Eddie, inside the Dolphin locker room that they do not believe that Tua is the answer at quarterback? Mm -hmm. I saw that on our show sheet yesterday. That's right. I I did not investigate the story. Well, I investigated it. It turned out it was like one or two dudes. Whatever. You got one or two guys in there that there's doubt already creeping in. Not good. Not good. Remember Tua? Remember JJ? He was so fired up. Tua! (laughs) <laughs> I wonder if one of those guys was Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> not in a douchey way, but maybe he went to the coaches and said, listen, I know I'm not not here for the long term, but this guy ain't got it. That would be something. You I know don't what think, I mean? Because I, I don't, don't think Fitz ever says anything. So yeah. that, oh. If that's true, you really got a scoop. By the way, bad news for Bills fans. Uh, you know, they have the nighttime game, the Saturday night game. What's better yes. than Saturday night? Uh, New York, the New York State, um, up where Buffalo uh, resides. That's New York, yeah. Yep, they will not lift the 10 p.m. bar and restaurant well, closing time for the Bills game. Caller, that's not nice. Well, no, listen, that's a rule. I mean, Boomer and Geo had a caller from, I think he was a bar owner, 
just last week that was talking about how the Super Bowl is going to kill them because they're going to have to close in the third quarter or the fourth quarter. If 10 o'clock, right? Because the Super Bowl starts around really more closer to 7 now. Yeah, it's like a 640 kickoff. something like that, yeah. So, And these games don't go three hours any longer because of the extended halftime and the breaks. So you're probably talking 1030 by the time these games end, which means if you're closing at 10, you're going to miss the end of the game. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, it does. I, You're right. They should let the Bills fans... Roll the dice on coronavirus. Pack them into bars. Let's go. One day. I really, one game, Jerry. You know, I, I don't think if you extended it to 1030, it, it's really that big a deal. Right. If let they're the, there already for four hours, it's probably fine. Let the Bills fans enjoy their beers and their hamburgers and their veggie burgers. And their veggie burgers. <laughs> do you think any Bills fans eat veggie burgers? Yes, I do. I you do. do? In this day, now, 15 years ago, no. No. In this day and age, 100%. Here's the strange, and tell me why this is, Jerry. So I see that the Steelers, it says, Steelers will not be renewing the contract of their offensive coordinator, Randy Fitchner or Fichtner? I think it's Finkner. Finkster? Finkner. Finkner. Why is this guy's name not being bantied about for a head coaching job? Well, as Eddie has a clip of you saying, he stinks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't like, know. why do certain guys, like, I never heard of uh, Arthur they were Smith. Bad this year. The Steelers' offense was? Yeah. I mean, the Steelers, they couldn't run the ball. Everything Roethlisberger threw was short and underneath, and they weren't good. I mean, I, again, I know they were 11-0. They were not a great 11-0 team, and you saw how they died down the stretch. I don't know. Maybe he and Ben didn't get along, and it sounds like, I guess it sounds like Roethlisberger is going to be there still. Tomlin was kind of weird with his answer. but Very weird with um, his answer. Yeah. I mean, they made changes. They weren't They weren't good enough. Like if I got, let's see, I would have to do this quickly. So if, if I were to tell you that the Jets, uh, prior to hiring Rob Sala, that they were interviewing uh, Steelers offensive corner Randy Sphincter, you would have been like not interested. Uh, well, his name's not Sphincter, uh, so let's <laughs> Finkner. <laughs> Finkner. I think that's how you say his name. Could yeah. be wrong on that. So if I look at NFL rankings, I can't believe I'm doing this, but they were. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the very average. As I'm looking the Steelers, at it. yeah, yeah, very average. Yeah, it's just so, I, never, I don't, I don't understand how certain guys get the get the call when they're offensive coordinators and other guys don't. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Hmm. It's a great question. Yeah, now. and you said Mike Tomlin didn't gave like sort of a cryptic answer about Ben Roethlisberger. One of the things he said is, "quote We haven't made any decisions about any personnel along those lines." Yeah. Prior to that, he said something I couldn't even follow or understand. <laughs> I tell you, I'm looking at these numbers. The more I look at them, they're not ter- they're not great, but they're not terrible. I-, I would think this is something to do with probably the way those two meshed together. No meshing. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Did you see, Jerry, a Houston area car wash will be accepting James Harden jerseys I in did. exchange for a free super deluxe car wash? I did. Well, James Harden's in Brooklyn now. He arrived yesterday, according to Sean Marks. He will be on the Brooklyn Nets now, and they hate him. And I heard uh, Carton and Roberts reading restaurant reviews for a James Harden restaurant that is yet to open, and people are yeah. killing it already because they hate him. Yeah, people are already uh, they're they're bad mouthing the restaurant as if it was him. Right, has not opened yet. Now the guy is going to take all of these James Harden jerseys in exchange for car washes, and he's going to light them all on fire. He said, "Great," but he says he's going to make sure the Houston Fire Department is there and knows what he's doing. Okay, that's fine. Now, let me ask you this, Jerry. If you lived in Houston 
and you and your boys, you like they like basketball, you had James Harden jerseys. Would you take the boys with their jerseys, turn them in for a free car wash? Mm, probably not, no. No? No. No. I mean, you as use much them as, as like a throwback jersey. As much as I might be annoyed, in five or six years, that jersey might be pretty cool to wear again. Right. Who knows? Throwback, throwback what, style. What if James Harden comes here, does his year and a half, he wins a championship, things are great, and then he goes back to Houston to finish out his career? Right. You're going to look like a real jackass. <laughs> What happened to that's that a fair jersey, Dad? Didn't you have a jersey? Yeah, I turned it in for a car wash. Right. I mean, that's an expensive car wash. You're that's like $100. You couldn't wash the car yourself, <laughs> you lazy ass. That's like a $100 car wash if you, you know, realize what you paid for the jersey, right? Yes. Are yeah. jerseys that, are basketball jerseys that say, much? I would say an authentic. Yeah, basket, authentic. NBA, let's see, an authentic. I'm going to say $75. I'm going to say $150. Oh. I'm gonna probably don't, they they don't even have sleeves. No, they don't have sleeves. An authentic, so I pulled up a LeBron James one from the NBA store. An authentic Nike LeBron jersey is $250. Oh, my gosh. That's That's a very pricey car wash. You can get a replica for $160 and then another one for $109. It looks like $109 is probably the number. You can probably get a real cheap one. Yeah, now you can. Like a legit jersey is between $100 and $200. Yeah, do, Jerry. Do you think free agents now will want to come to the Jets because of Rob Sala? I think it helps. I mean, I think most free agents. Well, actually, take that back. The authentic um, LeBron jerseys. Are, yeah, I don't. Know, I forgot what I already said. They're two ten. Two ten. Two ten. Yeah, that is wow. Not not cheap. Um, I do think it helps because I think when you are a free agent, you want to go someplace a that's going to pay you. I think that's always first and foremost. But I do think for most players, not all, I think for most players, a close second is what type of chance do I have to win? And that starts at the top. And that starts with the head coach and what his plan is and what he thinks the coach is going to bring. I do think, I do believe the facilities play a little bit of a part of it too. Like, I think if you go to a place that is pristine and it looks like they really take care of their players, I think that helps. I think the Jets have that because Florham Park is spectacular, as we know. Yes. Um, I think in every which way the Jets are now an attractive landing spot for a free agent. Because I read this yesterday, too. Now, this has been denied by Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster, but he denied wanting to move to a bigger market to build his brand. They all want to build. Sean Marks even mentioned that yesterday about these brand guys building. and their brand. Yes. Let's get, get them mean, here, Jerry. Let's get is, Juju Smith-Schuster here for Sam Darnold it is and have Rob Sala I guess. take care of him. I, I suppose. Get him here. You might have him, and then he can stomp <laughs> on the Dolphins logo. Yeah, that's what I'm talking and about, the Jerry. the Patriots logo. Oh, yes. And the Bills. The Bills. That's your new hated team now, the Bills. The Bills? Oh, definitely. Well, you're a Jet fan, you said. Yes, I am. And the Patriots are not good, and the no, Dolphins are right. right. The Bills are your new hated team. I don't like any of these teams, Jerry, but in particular, the Buffalo Bills. What do you think if, what do you think if Sala comes in and says, I didn't come here to kiss Sean McDermott's rings? Oh, I love it. <laughs> And we're going to chase down Josh Allen and break his fingers when we sack him. Yeah, I don't think you can Step say on his that fingers. because then you'll end up getting fined. But you could do the other thing. <laughs> a coach couldn't say that as opening press conference. I'm going to encourage my players after they sack uh, uh, Josh Allen, when they get up to step on his fingers with their cleats. That would be f- That's I'll what tell we're you doing what, here. He would go viral immediately. You have to pay a fine, of course. <laughs> right, you, like, you pay the fine. But Jets fans would be like, where do we get tickets how do we do this it might yeah he could do you think if we were still allowed to go to games right now jets fans would be waking up this morning turning on wfan hearing that the jets 
are getting Rob Sala, and then immediately their first phone call at 9 a.m. when the office is open is get me Jets season tickets. I don't know about that, but I'll tell you this. If a Jets ticket rep calls today, like Jet ticket reps, and it's their job, and I understand that. They Cold were calling, calling? They were calling in December as Adam Gase was dying a slow head coaching <laughs> death, and the team was on its way to 0-16. Yeah. Yes, they won a couple of games, but they were in bad shape. And the poor ticket bro- ticket agent had to call, and people were hanging up on them. Yeah, I bet. think now you have a legit excitement, and you have a chance, if you're that ticket agent, of actually selling some tickets. I do. Yes. I do. So we'll see. We will see what the numbers are. And by the way, are you even buying tickets not even knowing what the hell the, the deal's going to be in September still? No. Right. That's the, pr- that's the problem I feel for these poor ticket office guys. I don't – like even baseball, which is outdoors, are – are we going to have fans? What we don't number know. Number of fans, so it's not it's not easy. All right, well, last final break. Uh, if you're just waking up, Rob Sala is the new head coach of the Jets. They came to an agreement last night. Boomer couldn't even sit down before the Rangers were down two nothing. They lost to the Islanders. Uh, the Devils lost in a shootout. All of that coming up and a lot more. It's a football Friday with Boomer and Geo next. But right now, a Radio.com Sports Minute. Her name is Amy Lawrence, and she is discussing the NFL and the coaching carousel. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFA. All right, Jet fans, holla for Sala. If you're just waking up, you got your man. He's going to be the new head coach of the New York Jets. Rangers lost to the Islanders 4-0. Devils lost in a shootout. Get a point to Boston. What else you got, Al Dukes? Jerry is looking at the 2021 New York Jets opponents. Jacksonville. I guess they're going to play the Bills, the Patriots, well, and the Dolphins. Yeah, but they've also got a home game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, a rookie, Trevor Lawrence, is going to show up here. Probably he's going to stink next year. And Rob Sala's defense is going to eat them alive. <laughs> and the Jets fans are going to be so happy. Because for the likely that Trevor Lawrence is going to stink next year. Yeah, the Jaguars are no good. I wouldn't expect him to have a great season his rookie right. year. So, he's going to come in here. And we're going to judge his whole career based <laughs> See, on... We knew we didn't want this guy. Right. Exactly. See, this is why we needed Rob Sala. His defense can smack around Trevor Lawrence. Let's just hope the Jets don't open against the Chiefs. This uh, Sala guy stinks. I do not see the Chiefs on the schedule, I'm although they, they do have an AFC West opponent. Okay. Maybe a little Chargers action. They have uh, also, uh, looking forward, they have... Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. At really? Home. Yeah, the Jets. What is that a home yeah. game or a? That's road a home game? game for the Jets. Wow, how about that? And, and that Brady the Saints come to town next year too, right? In Tampa, I believe so. Yes. The Saints come in next year. You the said the Saints come in probably without Drew Brees. Oof. Boy, those are two tough games, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you got that. Tennessee you got Titans and the Bills twice. Yeah. What was the I'm over under you gave me six and a half? I gave you six and a half wins for the I'm Jets. I'm still going to take the over. And you're going to take the under with Urban Meyer and the Jaguars. Yeah, what number did you wins. give me for that? I give you, I'll give you six and a half on that. No, I'll you give you five and a, and a half. Was it five and a half? I'll I give you five six. and a half. But you gave me seven and a half before. <laughs> That's right. not fair. Fair enough. That's fair enough. You're right. You know what? No, Jerry, we're redoing this for both teams. <laughs> six and a half for both. Six and a half for Jets both. Jets over and the Jaguars under. Okay. That's fair. It's Football Friday on The Fan as we run through all of this weekend's divisional games. And we're also your home for all four games.